don't adjust your dial. Not that there is a dial, but this is a podcast. This is City View with Mayor Tom Koch. Uh, welcome back for another edition. My name is Mark Carey, his media director, and this is new music, so... What do you think, boss? I'm not listening to it, so whatever works, man. <laughs> we have a new picture of you, too, in the artwork on the podcast. Oh, swell. <laughs> We used a cartoon image of it, actually. It looks pretty good. Make me well, look like the uh, the mayor on The Simpsons there? Is that what you did to No, me? we did not make, oh, you, <laughs> make right. you look like Mayor Quimby at all. There is a Simpsons episode with Qu- where Quincy is mentioned, as yeah. you know. Yes, I do know that. The right. library's in there. The library is in there, right. So, But hey, you know, it gives me... A, it, this is a great opportunity. I love doing this podcast with you. And a lot of folks are listening that not don't necessarily tune in to um, or, you know, read the local papers or, or... But just a new way of communicating, another way of communicating that aren't on social media either. And uh, I do recommend that you do follow us at all of our social media sites. The, it's the City of Quincy pretty much is the official. This is called City View. So it is now in the search engine as City View as well. So you can search City of Quincy podcast, and this one will pop up first. But there is another podcast out there, which I don't even want to mention the name because I don't want to give it any credence. I know you haven't listened to it or have any clue what it is, but I've done the work for you. And all they do, they literally spend the whole time talking about you and how bad you are. So oh, it's, wow. get it from the source. Get through the muck and get it from the source, which is this podcast. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, people are, I've always said people are entitled to their opinions, but they're not entitled to their own facts. Yeah. So we can agree, disagree, whoever, whether it's a member of the public, somebody, colleague in the school committee, or council, or whatever, but we're not entitled to our own facts. So I've, I've always said anybody, anytime wants to reach out and give me a shout, call, email, stop up, I'd be happy to uh, at least let them know exactly where I stand on something. And that's okay if we don't agree, you know, because there is different opinions on policy, but there shouldn't be any different opinions on facts. Yeah, not lies. So you want to call this number, by the way, because the mayor has always said he has an open-door policy, 617-376-1990. Stop up. We have people up here all the time stopping up and have, have situations or issues. And, and I guess if someone's talking about me, that's flattering. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess some could be, yeah. But, you know, you can, let's, let's try and be visionary, folks. What do you say? All right, let's move on. Uh, so our first issue today, we're going to talk about Fox Rock. Fox Rock is a is a... Big neighbor here in the city, and uh, they've invested a lot into the city, and we're going to talk about the new news on Fox Rock. Sure, sure. Yes, I I know that, uh, and then it was the front page of the ledger, I know that Councilor Palmucci <laughs> better resolve in out of frustration, I think uh, a little bit impatient, I think, uh, about Fox Rock and the project that is designated for Quincy Center on the what is now McConville, McConville Way in by Dunford Drive by the General's Bridge. So first of all, let me set the stage. Fox Rock... Uh, is a company that is funded and owned by Rob Hale. Rob Hale is the uh, founder and president and CEO of Granite Telecommunications, which employs well over 2,000 people at three Quincy locations. The largest employer in Quincy, right? Good, uh, good paying jobs. I don't know if it's the largest, but it'd be up, it'd be up in that top five for sure. And uh, Rob Hale is also extremely benevolent, charitable, and, and uh, really cares. Um, had a great relationship with him. He has um, made a decision that to invest in this great city of Quincy that we know. So a few years ago, when the Quincy Hospital site was sold by the private entity, Stewart, Fox Rock was the bidder on the site. And, uh, and I can tell you folks out listening out there, there were a lot of folks that had come in to see me that were interested in purchasing the site that wanted to build 12 and 15-story buildings up there 
with extremely dense residential units in the 12 to 100 range, 12, 1500. That's, that's a lot of units. So uh, we weren't crazy about that at all. Mr. Hale's team, Fox Rock, again, uh, Rob runs his own company, funds this. I don't think he's you know, involved in the day-to-day on the Fox Rock side. He's got a team, very professional, qualified team that does it each and every day. They're investing literally hundreds of millions of dollars in this city. So I don't think, one, we should take that lightly. And I'm not... I'm not directly challenging the city council here. Again, I wouldn't tell their opinion, uh, and I respect that of him. What I, what I think sometimes we lose sight of is, one is the what we have in our backyard right now. So we've got an incredible business leader who employs well over 2,000 people, it is, and a number, hundreds of them, probably more than half, live in Quincy. Mm. So they're getting the livelihood from Grand Telecommunications. And Fox Rock is investing now into our... Our city, the hospital site, and I know there's a lot of people that would still love to see a hospital there. It wasn't going to happen whether Fox Rock bought it or somebody else bought it. It was not going to be a hospital. And we've, and we've talked about that. I don't want to get into that today, the, the pros and cons. But uh, the reality is it's just it's, it can't sustain itself in this marketplace. There's a reason it closed, Mark, right? So so there were a number of meetings with the neighborhood. Uh, folks came and, and voiced their concerns. The project was changed a number of times, and now the project is actually going in. I think the first foundations going in. It's going to be a beautiful residential community. It'll pay significant taxes. It will increase the values in the Haywoods all around it. Uh, they, they held on to the administration building. That's where they're going to keep the administration building from the hospital with the cupola around it, the old building. It's kind of a handsome old building. That's being incorporated into the project. There's millions and millions of dollars they're investing here. They also then purchased the Masonic Temple and the Citizens Bank building down at Russell Park and uh, come out with plans, and the planning department is approved. There were a number of neighborhood meetings, neighborhood input, and they are saving the facade of the Masonic Temple. Well, there's some good people that work, uh, do a lot of charitable work at the Masons, but that facade is an architectural structure that has been there a long time and is very familiar to people and is worth saving. So Fox Rock is saving the facade, incorporating a new building into that uh, facade to the rear of it, uh, it's really a handsome job. They're going to match up the same, the same type of stone. And I, I think it's a limestone type product. And it's really going to be beautiful. And then the Citizens Bank building, which is really nothing pretty to look at. Also, they've, they've uh, purchased and will be um, taking that building down, put a new building there. It's going to really liven up that area. I mean, when we talk about transportation-oriented development, this is it. It's right across the street from the T-Station. So it's really, really great. So, And then, of course, the downtown. We've been talking about a commercial development there over the years. It's... It's changed and gone back and forth. The reality is the city council approved the LD, LDA in 2019. It's only 2021. We've just come off of, or we continue to come off of a major pandemic yeah. with COVID. These projects take time, a lot of money, and they evolve over time because of certain market conditions. So, you know, I, again, I, I think the council is entitled to his opinion, but I think that Rob Hale... Granite Telecommunications and Fox Rock are a huge asset to the city of Quincy. And there was no no developer knocking on door down to develop that Ross Lot area, which is now McConville Way and Dunford Drive. And we now are progressing as we built out the infrastructure. The next phase now will be their new plan coming in, uh, which the council had already granted the LDA based on certain things. And the LDA, you know, will be met by what we developed there. So I'm not so sure what the big concern is. It's moving. Uh, look, at I'd love everything to move a lot faster. As the CEO of the city, I get frustrated sometimes that things don't move quickly. I mean, we've 
We've been working on the police station, the animal shelter. There's a lot of examples of that <laughs> yeah. uh, that I know people get impatient about as well, and legitimately so. I'm not questioning that at all. But Fox Rock is doing a excellent job on the playing out of these, and we're now getting to the execution phase, and it's going to be a tremendous asset for the city of Quincy. It's going to create a lot of construction jobs. It's going to sustain a lot of permanent career jobs in the profession various professions, medical, life science, and otherwise, that's certainly going to then add to the vitality of the downtown. It'll lead to more restaurants and more entertainment and so forth. So it's, uh, it's a win-win. And I, you know, again, I'm, I'm respectful of the individual council and certainly the council as a body, but I think that uh, maybe, maybe jumping a little soon on that. In a downtown that was also sort of in decay for, for a lot longer than we're waiting now for this to happen. So, I mean, this is, it looks fantastic down there. Oh, it's, you know, you, you don't necessarily appreciate when you live here and you walk through there every day. We have seen tremendous transformation that we're very proud of. But sometimes it takes outside set of eyes. You know, that gentleman that was in for the General's Bridge dedication, he lives in Arizona, grew up in Houseneck, hasn't been back to Quincy in 10 years. He was blown away. And he pulled me aside and said how proud he was to be from Quincy, and he loved the improvements. And think about what the Hancock lot looked like mm. just a number of years ago. Yeah, I, I, a friend of mine moved to, just moved to the city recently. It said it was from he was living in another town around, in and around Quincy, and uh, he moved here with his family and, and just absolutely loves the services that we offer and just how everything looks. It's just fantastic. We're making good progress. And by the way, we didn't mention this last week, but if you visit livability.com, which these guys are – all they do all the time is rate cities and towns. And in the top 100 cities in uh, the United States of America, Quincy was number six. Yes, it was fascinating to me because we didn't know anything about this. And uh, all of a sudden, I'm getting texts and emails. Hey, have you seen this? Have you seen yeah. this? So we checked it out. But I did a little research. I guess they start with 20,000 communities. Yeah. They narrow to 100. And then they pick the top 10. And we, we made number six. Boy, oh, boy, that's damn good. It's really good. It's really be proud of if you're a resident of the city of Quincy, and uh, I thought that's good. So let's move on, uh, boss. I know you wanted to talk a little bit about zoning, how that works, what zoning means, and how it works, and how it's structured, and how it's uh, sort of keeps from big businesses and big buildings from encroaching in the neighborhoods, right? Yeah, there are zoning districts around the city. You know, Residence A, a for example, is single-family homes. Residence B could be multis. We have Residence C, which could be further density. We got industrial, uh, like the shipyard in a couple of places in the city. And then there's commercial zoning as well. So business A, business B. Every so often, I think it's important we take a look at it, those districts, and look at the, the data of what's happening and then apply, if needed, some adjustments to the zoning so we're protecting the quality of life of the city. Now, I've been pro-development. I think people know that in the right places, like downtown yeah. Quincy, like around the T-stations in North Quincy. Just The Target just opened up yesterday. It's part of that new incredible project that was an old seven and a half acre asphalt lot. Uh, think of all the homes we provided and jobs we created. It's good stuff. So in the right places, the development is proper. You know, I, I run into people all the time. They have concerns. There's that areas between residence A, the transition to what would be a business area, for example, or even a residence A, like Adam Street, for example. Recently, there were four houses built on a lot on Adam Street. They bought this home with this oversized lot. And under the previous zoning, they were able to put the four houses. Uh, nobody was really pleased with, with that and how it came out. So this first piece I've introduced to the city council is to, to change how we look at zoning, not just the setbacks, but the size of the building versus the lot, the land area versus the building size. I think that is going to have a, a, a good effect going forward 
on how these things happen. So that's one piece. We're going to be going in with a series of recommended changes to the zoning code to tighten things up in certain areas to make sure that we're protecting the quality of life of our neighborhoods. Now, having said that, the city council, one of the major roles under our charter is is they do the zoning. They control the zoning. So uh, it's obviously their, it's their area, so we're introducing it. And certainly we hope we'll have some good committee meetings on it and hopefully make some changes that, that help the city. So uh, zoning is important, but it's as the city evolves and changes. For example, years ago, it was old junkyards up with the Walmart and Roach Brothers. No one ever thought that would be built on. It was an old junkyard. The value of land in this area is incredible now that they'll spend millions to get rid of a junkyard, to get rid of the ledge because that was always an impediment for construction. Those kinds of things aren't an issue anymore. So they're building in places you'd never think about building before. So I think that what we're suggesting to the council is, hey, let's look at these this districts, look at the zoning codes. Okay, how can we make some tweaking, make some adjustments to further protect the character of our city, the character of our neighborhoods, and the flavor of development? And, you know, speaking of development, we I know we, we said if we had some time, which we do have a few more minutes, to talk a little bit about a couple of the other projects that are planned and that are in the works at one level or another. From You talked about the new police station and also the new animal shelter. Yeah, I've been getting some calls. I met with Kit Burke, who does remarkable work at the shelter, heading up the volunteers. And, and I thank all those volunteers, the great work they do, taking care of the, the various cats and dogs and stuff that are stray, that people turn in and... They, get it, they help to find a home, but they take care of them in between. And the, the old shelter that's down there is really just a tin building that was never overly appropriate for that world. I mean, at that time, that's what they did. Yeah. So we, we all agreed, and, and we built the new dog park up off Quarry Street, built the new road into that site that we own. And now we're in the final phases of putting the, uh, the specs together and get the bid out on the construction of the shelter itself. Now, what's happened over the last six, eight, ten months is the cost of everything has gone up dramatically. Yeah. And, and you, know, you talk to carpenters that do local work. I mean, two-by-fours would like quadruple what they were a year ago. A piece of plywood is like triple what it used to be. It's amazing. Well, so, supply so, chain, right? Yeah, yeah, so the cost of materials has just gone through the roof, so it's having a dramatic effect on everything. So my guess is, actually, what we're going to do is we're bidding this out. Once we get the solid bid back, then we'll go back to the council to ask the council to make up the difference, whatever that may be at that time. Uh, rather than doing another estimate, go to the council for an appropriation, come back, and then you go in for the bid and, and say, oh, boy, we got to go back again or something. Yeah. Let's get the real number on it. So the police station is also an issue in that regard. So we're going through what we call value engineering now, which you know is a process by which you, you, you try to find savings, economies, and maybe remove some things for the building. But I don't want to sacrifice the quality of that building because we're building a building that's 50 to a hundred years. And I, I, you know, we don't want to affect that. have the, a negative change on that. So we're also looking at that. So my guess is at some point after the first of the year, we'll be back into the council for appropriation requests to get those projects built uh, to completion. And uh, you know, we'll be talking to the council about capital program, a lot of other issues. I mean, we haven't gone in, I think in three years for an update on the capital program and the next request. So the capital program document becomes kind of the Bible. Yeah, and then we work off of that with special requests from for projects within that program. So, okay, so let's end on a good note. We talked. We had a great night last Friday. The opening of the Quincy uh, Arts uh, Association it has a nice little yes, new the home gallery, right now, a temporary home, but yes. it's beautiful in there. They did a beautiful job. I congratulate them. I know um, Frank Santor was very involved in that, but I know there was a whole team from the art association. 
Uh, people should check that out. It's definitely uh, it's on the Gunther Tootie pro- block there of the Monroe Building, Hancock yeah, 12, Street. Yeah, 1229 Hancock Street. Uh, check it out. It's really, really nice. It really is cool. It is really nice. And and uh, we're getting into the planning already, although it's really right around the corner. <laughs> for, we were talking about this earlier for Thanksgiving. I know it's one of your big... Uh, it's our. It's a big Quincy weekend. It sure is. It, it sure has way. been that way for a long, long time. In fact, from the time I could walk, we were on floats. We were involved in yeah. coming up. I, the old days at the Christmas Festival Committee in McIntyre Mall at that time, they used to light a tree. There would be three dozen people out out there. They would hand out these these chorus books that were issued by John Hancock Insurance Company. They used to be everywhere at the time. They'd hand those out, and they would sing a couple of songs, and that was it. We're trying to find those, actually. We, cool. we're, we're trying to cool. find those. I don't the company has any more of them in stock. I don't know if they do, but we're, we're looking. We're looking. Uh, cool. for we can talk more about that weekend up. coming up, but it's, yeah. uh, it is coming up quickly. Yeah, we are. So, uh, boss, uh, let's get a little bit shorter of a, a shorter podcast today. But, uh, folks, we want you to go visit us on Facebook at City of Quincy. Visit us on Twitter. Visit us on Instagram. Our YouTube page, uh, the mayor, we're going to be doing a video this week as well. But you can tune in for this podcast wherever you get your podcast on whatever platform that is, whether it's Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it. We're on all of them. So uh, you're everywhere, boss. Wow. Well, there's plenty of me to go around. Mayor, have a great day. Awesome. Thanks, Mike.